Um, well, good morning uh, in the UK. Good afternoon uh, in Kazakhstan. Um, we are here to um, talk about green finance in um, uh, North Sultan and the work of the Astana International Financial Center uh, in green finance. Um, just by way of introduction, first of all, a thank you uh, to our sponsors um, who are making possible uh, the series of events that we run uh, thinking about finance and uh, this occasion on green finance. Um, they are really very uh, helpful to us um, and um, allow us to do a wide range of uh, events uh, involving some really interesting people. Uh, talking about interesting people, uh, we have three really distinguished um, people to talk to you today. Professor Dr. Alexander van der Putter, Chief Strategy Officer of the Astana International Financial Center, Azal Nurkmetova, and someone who's been thinking about green finance and sustainability um, for many, many years. Um, and we'll come on to uh, their presentations in a minute. I just want to mention that there'll be space for questions at the end of the session. And on the uh, screen, you have a dashboard uh, which has a question box that enables you to type questions in uh, and send them uh, to us. And at the end of the presentations, we'll pick up as many of those questions as we can um, and share them uh, between the panelists. Um, and really looking forward to your engagement uh, <coughs> this morning and this afternoon. So without uh, spending any more time listening from me, Mike Wardle, uh, I'm going to move on uh, and hear from <coughs> our panelists. Thank you, Mike. And uh, please, uh, next slide, please. So today, uh, my colleague and I, we will be talking about uh, AFC Green Finance Center and with a particular focus on the changing uh, financing paradigm. Uh, my colleague is uh, Asel Nurak Mitova. Uh, she has been with us since the very beginning. And more recently, we have created a separate entity, a subsidiary of the AIFC Authority, which is the Green Finance Center, where she is currently the chief executive. Uh, the fact that we created a separate entity further uh, emphasizes the importance we put on green and sustainable finance. So today, what I would like to do is um, we would like to focus on three areas. First of all is uh, the higher level picture of the Astana International Financial Center, and that's the vision, the mission, and also our strategic directions. Then Asel will take over and she will look and zoom in more specifically into the history, milestones, and partnership of the AIC Green Finance Center. And then finally, Asel and myself, we will look at the journey ahead. Uh, I need to emphasize that we have changed our name, uh, not as the AIFC, but as the capital where we are located. It used to be called Astana, hence our name, Astana International Financial Center. Since about a year, it's called Nur Sultan. So please keep in mind that our name has changed. Nur Sultan is the capital of the Republic of Kazakhstan. So next slide, please, uh, Mike. Thank you. On, on this slide, I would like to uh, talk um, at the high level again about both our vision and our mission. Well, uh, when I teach uh, strategy, I always say a vision should be clear enough to give direction, yet vague enough to allow initiative. So what is our vision? Our vision is to become the leading international financial center in the region. 
And the region we see actually as very broad. It's not just Kazakhstan or Central Asia. It also includes the Caucasus, Western China, Mongolia, and also uh, Eastern Europe. On the other hand, our mission is, and, and I would define it as the reason why we exist. And here, we already emphasize the importance of sustainability and being green uh, over time. So our mission is to contribute to the sustainable economic development of the region. And we want to do this by fostering innovative financial products and services. One example of innovative financial products and services that Arcel will talk about is, for example, a green bond. On the next slide, uh, our ecosystem. Like with many uh, hubs around the world, we have created and we're still actually fine-tuning it, a dynamic ecosystem. And that dynamic ecosystem has two overlapping sub-ecosystems. On the right-hand side, on your slide, we see financial sector players. These are typically large, but traditional financial sector participants. They include brokerage firms, investment banks, asset managers, venture capital firms, established players. Now, on the left-hand side, we have AIFC FinTech. And we have, in AIFC FinTech, a number of startups, tech entrepreneurs, and other companies that eventually may become large financial sector players. How do they finance? Well, they finance through venture capital, but they're also financed by participants in sub-ecosystem one. Now, the overlapping part is what makes it really dynamic. And what we have in here is, first of all, a number of professional service providers. That includes uh, law firms, audit and tax firms, but also consultants. And of course, equally important is the venture capitalist firms that I have already referred to previously. But not to forget, we also need to prepare talented people with the competencies that are going to be needed to compete in the future, and especially in the context of the fourth industrial revolution. So we created a Bureau of Continuous Professional Development that has so far trained 2,000 people in a variety of disciplines, including, of course, green finance, but also in tech-related areas. On the next slide, uh, and this is the final slide that I will be using, is where do we want to channel the investment in order to remain true to our mission? Remember, our mission is to contribute to the sustainable economic development of Kazakhstan and the region. So we see three big areas. First of all, is scale the circular economy. Number two is invest in physical, but equally important, digital infrastructure. And finally, is to make this all work in order to leapfrog into the future and leveraging fourth industrial revolution concepts and ideas and apply them to different sectors, whether that's oil and gas, mining, uh, transport and logistics, uh, smart cities, but also, uh, for example, agriculture, where there's enormous potential in order to make that, to scale that, but also 
make that substantially more sustainable over time. Uh, what you also see here is that we looked at the potential in terms of being sustainable, how big the economic multiplier is, how scalable these are, and whether it stimulates entrepreneurship. And when considering, for example, entrepreneurship, this is very important for us because if we look at Kazakhstan, 28% of the economy is driven by small and medium-sized enterprises. In OECD countries, this is actually about 65%. So we need to stimulate entrepreneurship through these sustainable projects that are scalable and have a significant economic multiplier. Now, my colleague on the next slide will then uh, talk about specific aspects related to the Global Green Finance Center, not the Global, the Green Finance Center, sorry about that, and uh, more specifically about history milestones and partnership. Uh, Asel? Thank you. Thank you, thank you Alexander. And uh, I would like to thank organizers, again, for this opportunity to present the AFC Green Finance Center and Green Finance in Kazakhstan. Uh, can we go to the next slide, please? And uh, as Alexander mentioned, just to be in um, in, in one line of uh, vision and mission, uh, we have a bit different, but this difference only in the word is green. So our vision is to become a green finance hub for the region, for the same region that Alexander mentioned. And I'm happy uh, uh, to say that we work with the Central Asian uh, countries already. And our mission to provide uh, a knowledge platform and expertise in green finance and to scale up green finance instruments, products, and services. Uh, can you go to the next slide, please? And here I would like to uh, uh, tell you about the history and the milestones uh, in green finance development in Kazakhstan through AHC. So uh, back in 2016, uh, it was the meeting of Foreign Investors Council chaired by our president and investors. It was investors' initiative to actually develop green finance, to start developing green finance on AFC platform. And that year, we also signed the two significant MOUs uh, with uh, EBRD and with UNDP on development of green finance in Kazakhstan. And as a result of uh, the MOU with EBRD, in 2017, we had a concept of creation of green finance system uh, in Kazakhstan. And the main idea, one of the key um, outcomes of this uh, concept was uh, the development of green bond market. Uh, green bond market, And I will tell about this later. Um, based on that concept, we also developed a strategy on AFC regional leadership in green finance until the year 2025. And uh, uh, in this strategy, we pointed out four main directions. Uh, the first is to attract green projects and to create kind of pipeline of green projects in Central Asia and uh, to enjoy the ecosystem of AFC. Uh, so to get these projects domiciled uh, in AFC, as Alexander mentioned before. Uh, the second strategic goal was to uh, is to create a green bond market. Uh, the third goal is to build the capacity um, to create expertise, as I said, and uh, the fourth goal is to raise awareness among the stakeholders, among population and the government and national companies and SMEs and everyone who is not familiar with green finance. Uh, in uh, 
Paul 2017 will also sign a memorandum of understanding uh, with the Casablanca Finance City. And at the same time, in Casablanca, we also uh, were among the founding members of Financial Centers for Sustainability, which is an international network of financial centers uh, who adhere uh, to developing to development of green finance. Uh, so the next year, in 2018, we developed the uh, AX Green Bond Rules. They are based on climate bonds uh, standards and uh, ICMA Green Bond Principles. And these uh, rules are unique uh, on CIS region. Uh, we also, uh, in June uh, 2018, we created the Green Finance Center as a, a structural division within AFC Authority. Um, to start developing another uh, documents, kind of regulation, and uh, the start of institutionalizing green finance uh, on AFC. We also created an advisory council on green finance, uh, uh, chaired by our governor, and uh, uh, the, among the members of this council are representatives of EBRD, Climate Bonds Initiative, Tsinghua University, uh, businesses, and uh, the Central Bank of England also. Uh, also that year, we, uh, in terms of raising awareness about the green finance, we uh, decided to start the annual Green Growth Forum. And uh, that year, we gathered uh, more than 300 experts from uh, different uh, parts of the world and from the local uh, stakeholders. And we also participated in IOSCO World Investors Week um, to show that uh, green finance not only uh, is not only developing in the capital of Kazakhstan, but also in the regions of Kazakhstan. Um, last year, in 2019, uh, we continued to develop the kind of a regulatory base uh, for developing green finance. So we hold the first seminar on uh, developing the taxonomy, which is a classifier of green projects. And uh, here I need to say that uh, different countries has its own taxonomy. For example, we know about European Union taxonomy, about Chinese taxonomy for different in financial instruments, um, the Mongolian taxonomy, for example. And uh, these, uh, all these taxonomies, they have uh, their own vision, uh, taking into account the, the development of uh, countries' economy. So they include the projects that are more uh, likely to be um, developed and implemented in this particular country. Um, we also held the training uh, from with uh, together with the Climate Bonds Initiative. This was an executive training for the top management of uh, local stakeholders, including um, brokers, including consulting firms, uh, those who provide external reviews for green bonds, and including uh, the management of um, national companies. So the potential issuers, the market players, the potential investors. Uh, also that year, uh, our exchange, Astana International Exchange, uh, became a signee of Belt and Road uh, initiatives uh, green investment principles which is a big step uh, forward and towards the development of uh, green finance um, we also took part in uh, drafting the legislation on a national level so we participated in drafting uh, the new environmental code of kazakhstan by including the definitions of green finance, including the definitions of uh, green financial instruments such as bonds loans and uh, the taxonomy itself, uh, 
and in the future it will give us opportunity to introduce uh, incentives for these particular instruments. Uh, we also continued the, the, the arranging or the arrangement of Green Growth Forum uh, together with the other knowledge platforms such as uh, Green Finance Leadership Program and um, and IOSCO World Week. And uh, this year in 2020, uh, the first uh, significant step uh, was the separation of the Green Finance Center uh, from the AFC authority. So we became a separate legal entity, also a participant of AFC. Uh, it was done uh, for the boosting the market from inside, so to say. And I will I will uh, tell more about the services that we provide as a center uh, uh, later. Uh, we also held the, um, the Green Taxonomy Roundtable. Uh, so we developed it last year and we had the, the negotiations uh, with all the stakeholders, all the interested parties uh, regarding the, the green taxonomy. So we have this approved and hopefully this year we will um, we'll approve it and it will be the annex to our existing green bond rules. So all potential issuers, uh, so all issuers and investors will uh, use uh, the taxonomy as a guideline for issuing green bonds. And uh, in now under development, uh, there are several documents. Um, we're working uh, on uh, the AFC Statement of Commitment to Sustainable Finance Principles, um, the uh, Exchange Voluntary ESG Disclosure, and uh, we're also working on one additional instrument, which is social bonds, um, having in mind this uh, the current uh, crisis, the current situation with the um, uh, socioeconomic crisis. So, uh, can we go to the next slide, please? Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the AFC Green Finance Center provides uh, services as a, a separate organization. So, we provide uh, consulting, we actually provide consulting support, uh, which is absolutely for free for our um, stakeholders, so including investors and market players. As I uh, said before, uh, not all investors and um, brokers and underwriters know about green, know much about green finance. So uh, we also work with them in this direction. We also provide support, the significant support to our potential issuers of green bonds, uh, including uh, financial incentives. So we cover expenses incurred in obtaining the external review, which is a mandatory document, uh, listing document for our exchange. We also uh, can prepare the green bond framework and we do help uh, our national companies and some uh, SMEs to uh, prepare internal documents, including green bond framework. And uh, we can also do external review uh, and um, prepare other listing documents that issuer need to have. Uh, so we also conduct uh, the research in green finance and uh, build capacity uh, by organizing uh, annual green growth forum, conducting seminars, trainings, and presentations for our stakeholders. And uh, mm, even though we are a separate legal entity, kind of commercial organization, but we still operate as a development institution. Um, and uh, in future, uh, there are also in plans the monitor reporting and verification um, internal policies. Um, can I go to the next slide, please?
Yes, here you can see the map of our partners and um, I'm happy to say that uh, almost uh, all the world is covered uh, with our partnerships. So we work closely with multi-development banks, uh, EBRD, ADB, World Bank Group, Eurasian Development Bank. We also work with the uh, UN agencies and development institutions. Uh, we work with knowledge platforms um, such as Tsinghua University and Green Growth Knowledge Partnership. Uh, with the financial centers, FC4S, as I mentioned before, the Casablanca Finance City, um, uh, and we also work with our local uh, association of environmental organizations of Kazakhstan, which unites uh, the majority of stakeholders in green finance and in green economy. Uh, can you go to the next slide, please? Well, I think uh, this is it for my part. And uh, now I will give the floor to Alexander again. So on, on the next slide, I, I want to present a, a case study. We're, we're currently uh, looking and, and talking to a number of existing investors in Kazakhstan. Who are these existing investors? They are typically uh, foreign companies that are active in oil and gas uh, and in mining. And, and as part of their corporate social responsibility, but also because of the real potential that exists in Kazakhstan, uh, some of them are interested in, for example, a solar farm or a wind farm. So here I want to illustrate how working through the AIFC platform, we could not eliminate, but we could dramatically help manage risk for foreign investors. So let's assume that this is a solar farm, an investment of 100, let's say 100 million pounds. The first thing we could do, we could structure this as a special purpose vehicle. Our regulator, AFSA, is able to structure a project like this as an SPV. That's the first thing we can do. The second thing is we can help lower the cost of capital. Instead of 100% financing through equity, we can issue, for example, a green bond. Uh, of course, this is where the Global Green Finance Center gets involved. But also, as Arcel mentioned, we have a, a green bond taxonomy on the AIX, the Astana International Exchange. So, and the Astana International Exchange, for your information, is a joint venture between primarily the Shanghai Stock Exchange, but also the NASDAQ and we're actually using the Nasdaq platform. By doing so, we can lower the cost of capital. But it's not just limited to a green bond. We can also involve, for example, the EBRD, which is, by the way, one of our partners. Further, helping to de-risk uh, an investment project in, in, in an emerging market such as Kazakhstan. Number three is asset protection. Why is that important? Well, after all, if you invest something like 100 million pounds, you want to make sure that your asset is protected. There's no 100% guarantee, but we created an international court under English common law, and we also have an international arbitration center. Uh, just to cite a few names, um, uh, the current chief justice is Lord Mans, and he, of course, has a impeccable reputation but it further uh, highlights the uh, independence uh, of, of this court and all the judges are actually British judges. Number three is that 
over time what we could do through a securitization vehicle we could have an sme listing and what this will provide it will provide further access to further growth capital and and allow the project to go from one to two to even multiple projects and and of course keeping in mind the right capital structure so we would have access to both equity on the astana international exchange but also further access to uh, islamic bond or potentially also um, a green bond and then finally uh, repatriation of profits you're going to have a foreign investor that comes to kazakhstan what always comes to mind is am i allowed to repatriate uh, my profits and the answer is yes it's not just about 100% ownership but it's also about repatriation of profits and with these five elements and obviously it's not limited to these five we can largely de-risk uh, projects in the eyes of the foreign direct investor and at the same time stay true to our mission both at the AIFC but also at the global uh, the, the green finance center uh, Asel, next slide is back to you thank you thank you uh, yes, so we see our journey ahead as a appreciation of our strategic goals and concept that uh, I mentioned before. So uh, in terms of missions uh, to become a green finance hub in the region, to launch the flow of foreign investments to environmental projects, not only of Kazakhstan, but also from the region uh, through our exchange uh, and further development of uh, regulatory framework and introduction of legislative standards. Um, and introducing obviously new green and social financial instruments, uh, for example, bonds and loans and uh, etc., like insurance and ETS trading, etc. So, uh, building the capacity of experts in green finance by training and seminars, webinars, uh, improving their competitiveness, particularly in the GGFI, and uh, further support of developments uh, in the uh, green finance and fintech and further improvement of favorable environment and increasing high quality human capital so uh, this is it i think thank you so much for your attention well thank you uh, so much uh, asal and alexander that was a, an extremely cogent presentation of a, a journey that you've taken over a very short period of time uh, really less than four years uh, my congratulations to you uh, for those on the uh, webinar, I might point out that the Global Green Finance Index is always open for your opinions on AIFC and other centers. Uh, and the objective really is to help everyone. Mike, next slide. The important thing about the Green Finance Index is a very simple one. We are trying to use measurement to help advance uh, centers thinking on green finance to encourage them to become greener in themselves but also to use the financial system to deliver sustainability, and at the same time uh, to take advantage of both cooperation, collaboration, and competition. Uh, the, the program actually began in 2016. Next slide, Mike. And our first publication was in March 2018, and the fifth edition came out this past March uh, 2020. So we too uh, have followed Asana in the sense of uh, being about four years old and uh, progressing, we hope, very rapidly as well. It's a subject that I think many of us would agree 
the planet needs to move fast and we seem to be picking up pace. Next slide, Mike. The uh, point I'd like to make is uh, that the index is uh, slightly uh, rich. It has two elements to it, uh, depth and quality. Uh, depth is really looking at the intensity of something. How much does a center actually uh, walk the talk? Is it truly green, uh, really, really throughout? And the second one, which is quality, is, okay, that's fine. What kind of advice do I get? Is it good quality advice or is it... Uh, earnest but but not not very good and these two aspects i think are very important because you can be running a particularly uh, great financial center and have high quality advice but be somewhat hypocritical about your commitment and equally you can be running an extremely earnest center and not providing great advice to people so measuring both factors is important uh, next slide mike now the measurement takes place on a number of dimensions uh, it consists of what individuals who work in financial services think, and we survey thousands every six months, but it also takes account of over a hundred instrumental factors, many of which are listed here. Uh, I certainly won't go into this, uh, but I, as you would expect, will point out that it's all on the website. Uh, next slide, Mike. So what sort of uh, conclusions can we draw? Well, I think the first thing is that there's a gap uh, and a gap that uh, centers like uh, like AFC might well fill. Uh, so you see here, for example, the tension uh, between depth and quality, which is quite intense in New York, a little bit less in London, uh, but but you know very deep in areas uh, like Dubai. So what we're seeing here is uh, an opportunity for, uh, for for centers who are trying to develop their overall financial center to use green as one of their themes perhaps alongside, uh, as Alexander pointed out, arbitration, mediation, expert determination, or fintech, or maritime, or whatever whatever focus that you would like. So smaller centers have a potential. Next slide, Mike. And with this potential, there's also uh, another interesting gap, and that's in the product area. Uh, I might point out, much as we are uh, quite pleased, with the development of the climate bond initiative with which law finance has been involved uh, since its instantiation over a decade ago. Uh, nevertheless, in fact, it always seems to come back to green bonds. And there are many other product lines out there that could be pursued. You know, I might pick up the uh, renewed interest, uh, which, which we support fully in uh, carbon markets and carbon trading. Uh, there's certainly the insurance sector uh, which, with a lot of potential uh, renewable energy, as you'd expect and an area also deep to heart, which is the government bond area uh, policy performance bonds, uh, which is an analog of the emerging uh, ESG linked bonds, uh, which we've also written about for many years. So there's a lot of potential out there. And this slide demonstrates that much of this universe hasn't yet been explored. On the next slide, you'll see one of the problems in green. Uh, and this is you know, what's on practitioners' minds. And basically, it's really only two things. One, they're very concerned about policy and policy stability. And secondly, they're concerned with genuine interest by the public and genuine interest in climate change. And those two things are what separate green finance from any other normal finance. And so the moves that AIFC have made to engage and deepen uh, the, the rails of stability in their policies on green finance and the creation of a separate entity to push it are all very encouraging. The one thing investors don't want to see is a change in policy. And if there's a change in policy, it's done slowly 
methodically, considerately, and in consultation. So this is an extremely good initiative that ASAL is leading. Next slide. So what uh, what might I say, uh, you know, really by way of conclusion? Well, the first thing is uh, we do notice in the first five editions that green is to some degree a Western European affectation, uh, very interesting and exciting to Western Europeans, uh, less so uh, to Americans uh, and somewhat internalized in the case of China. But I think as AIFC points out, it is spreading. Um, I might point out that AIFC uh, in a lot of ways to a number of Westerners might seem people are just sort of getting onto the bandwagon. Uh, and I would say uh, I disagree. Uh, Ireland only began Sustainable Nation Ireland two years ago. Uh, Guernsey decided to focus on green only three. And as Asan's been pointing out, uh, Kazakhstan's been on this for four or five years. So uh, don't underestimate it. Uh, definitely don't underestimate the importance of a BRI nexus and a major zone of investment. So I think that uh, you could easily underrate it by re reckoning it's just not a place that's been on your well-traveled path so far. Uh, I think second thing is green cities do very well. And AIFC's focus on this is likely to boost uh, many of the other accompanying initiatives uh, that AIFC is doing. Uh, and I, I would hope that over time that there will be a premium, which you see in Amsterdam, uh, for example, in banking, accruing to the AFC for this very earnest and important work. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. Thank you uh, also to um, Alexander and Azil. Uh, we've got a number of questions have been uh, sent in um, and limited time. Um, so I'm going to ask panelists uh, in answering questions to uh, keep, uh, keep things short, short and sharp. Um, and I'll just take, first of all, um, a set of questions um, really on the detail of green finance. Um, first of all, are concessional loans offered by Kazakhstan financial institutions? Um, and I think one that's been answered is, will green bonds be subject to local law or English law? So first of all, concessional loans and the legal framework. Who would like to start on those? Well, uh, I can answer on uh, green bonds. I think that, uh, yes, it will be directed uh, uh, under the AFC jurisdiction, obviously. So the, and uh, because we have our own uh, AX green bond rules, which are based on best, best practices and international principles and standards. Um, uh, regarding the concessional loan, I think uh, that, uh, as Alexander mentioned, our Partners such as um, multi-development banks, they can um, they can help us with that. Uh, for example, EBRD is working on, also on uh, concessional loans, so-called the green loans, uh, even though it is not uh, labeled as green loans, but uh, they still provide some incentives uh, for that. And they invested a lot of money uh, since uh, 2008 into renewable sector, especially. Thank you very much. Um, there's a question about which sectors have been supported by green bonds so far, and I think the position is that at the moment there hasn't been a green bond listed. Um, you know, the, the, that is still uh, in the future. Um, but there's a question about green bonds and whether they um, are placed um, for, for local investors. Do they assist the capital market uh, in Nor Sultan? Um, are they part of the local economy, I guess? Um, I would say that um, it is, um, 
how to say, uh, absolutely uh, free market for everyone. So uh, local participants can, uh, local investors can get involved into that. And uh, we're now working with Eurasian Development Bank, for example, which represents the CIS region and uh, Eurasian Union. And uh, foreign investors are very welcome to participate in, in our, uh, on AX in, uh, in buying the green bonds. Uh, and uh, I think, uh, um, so it is it is not absolutely limited uh, so it is uh, free for everyone to participate and the uh, AFC green finance center is uh, ready to help uh, like uh, all potential issuers and investors and answering your previous question what uh, like particular green projects we can address so we address actually many many sectors economic sectors such as uh, renewables and energy efficiency and uh, uh, waste management and uh, like eco building ecosystem and preserving biodiversity so uh, we will we're ready to support all green projects that are in our taxonomy thank you very much if I may add to it, and just looking at the potential, uh, those of you who have been in Kazakhstan uh, know the sheer size of the country. It's the ninth biggest country in the world, uh, centrally located on the Eurasia region. And China and continental Europe, and I assume that would also include uh, the United Kingdom, will always be uh, importers of two things. That's energy and that's, and that's uh, food. Now, we are strategically positioned in order to supply clean energy and food uh, to both China and Western Europe. And, and, and this shows the potential for green financing uh, within Kazakhstan through the AIFC. Thank you very much. I think another one for you, Alexander. It's um, a question, does the AIFC provide information um, on country profiles in Central Asia, in other words, providing investors with um, a legal framework and tax matters um, across the region. Is that a service that um, ARC uh, provide? Well, currently not, but it's actually something that we are working on right now. Uh, we, we discussed it actually a couple of weeks ago during our executive steering committee, and it's definitely something we, we are working on because it, it will dramatically shed light on on these important aspects, especially for foreign investors. Yes, indeed. But currently not. Thank you very much. <clears throat> I want to turn to a sustainable agriculture. Uh, there's a question here about um, agriculture being a critical investment, um, and in particular, you know, the, the, the soils um, in many parts of the world, but also in, in the region in which you are situated, are being degraded. Um, is there any way you think that um, ARC and the GSC could help structure a green bond to uh, help with sustainable agriculture and soil degradation? Um, and who, who would issue such a bond? Well, maybe we can both uh, address this ourselves. Let, let me, the, the first part maybe. And where we would, okay. for example, well, if you go back in time, at the time of the former Soviet Union, Kazakhstan was the largest producer of wheat in the world. Now we're not even top 10 anymore in the world. Uh, there, there are various reasons for that, but obviously the potential is still there. Uh, obviously, uh, soil degradation, access to water are uh, key areas of concern. Uh, remember, my last slide at the very beginning was about uh, applying the fourth industrial revolution and the fourth industrial revolution technologies, including to agriculture. Uh, we have looked at this, and this would allow to uh, use less fertilization, 
and as a result, uh, avoid the risk of um, of um, toxification of the soil. We will also be able to use dramatically less water, and uh, and at the same time also increase yields. So, and if we can combine these three things, then we, we can not only dramatically scale it, but at the same time we can also do it in a much more sustainable way. And and the, and then the last part uh, of uh, the question, I will let uh, Asel uh, address. Thank you, Alexander, and thank you, Mike, for the question. So, um, in terms of issuing green bonds for this kind of project for sustainable agriculture, I think, uh, well, particularly in Kazakhstan, so it can be the issuer can be the national company responsible for agriculture. We do have uh, such a company in Kazakhstan. It can be the state-owned enterprise, uh, which is also um, somehow related to this project uh, in in terms of uh, implementation of this project uh, on one or another stage. And it can be the SMEs, the small medium enterprise, uh, who own the land. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we've got a question here on Islamic finance, in particular um, that was mentioned in, in your slides, Alexander. Uh, there's a question about whether there's involvement of the Green Finance Centre in developing uh, green sukuk standards and guidelines, um, and how the, the question of Islamic finance and green Islamic finance uh, resonates with the organisation's overall mission. Uh, I don't know whether Alexander and Azil probably want to have a go at that one. Well, uh, interesting question, fascinating question even. So, indeed, we have uh, a green bond, taxonomy, so we can issue that to the AIX. Uh, similarly, we can do that also with regards to Islamic uh, finance. Now, in, uh, last year, uh, and I think it was in December, we, uh, we had a competition about uh, articles that would help the AIFC uh, develop. And one of them was actually maybe not a hybrid, but increasingly convergence of both green bonds and Islamic bonds. So, as you referred to, or the person who asked the question, the green sukuk. Actually, that article also won the top prize in the competition and will be published by uh, CISI uh, in their review uh, uh, forthcoming in September. Is this something we're looking at? 100%. Because we see a lot of commonality between these two uh, instruments in order to further drive the sustainable economic development uh, of Kazakhstan. Um, and with regards to Islamic bond, we actually did a cross-listing uh, of, of an Islamic bond that was initially listed on the London Stock Exchange, and that was recently earlier this year. But indeed, looking at a kind of a hybrid format between the two is definitely in the cards. Yes, I can only add that um, the common part uh, of green and Islamic is uh, definitely the ethics. So it's, it's the ethical finance. Okay, uh, we're running short, short of time. We've got room for a couple more questions. <coughs> First of all, in, in the post-COVID world, um, the question is how challenging will be the raising of debt finance for projects evolving um, through your center? Um, as there'll be a, an awful lot of uh, challenge to the, uh, to the economy and the ecosystem. Well, that's uh, that's not an easy question to answer, but l let me try to give it a shot. And actually, we, we developed scenarios, and with Michael, 
uh, during Astana Finance Days, we're going to have a panel on uh, on the social economic implications. Maybe not really looking at our ability to raise uh, 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 debt, for example. But if, if we go back uh, until, let's say, the end of last year, and, and one of the reasons that we believe that uh, COVID-19 is having such an important impact is that we didn't develop a resilient economy that was able to, uh, to cope uh, with this global pandemic. So the solution in part, it's not the full solution, is actually to build resilient, uh, climate resilient infrastructure in order to potentially weather a future shock uh, to the global economy. And, and I would argue that what's coming, what's on the horizon, the global climate crisis is of a totally different scale than COVID-19, despite uh, the fact how, how bad it is. Now, if you look at global markets, there's about $200 trillion of capital available. So I think if we can come up with the right kind of projects that build in climate or more resilience, then actually I think we should be able to uh, finance those appropriately, including through uh, green bond issuance. I know it's only a partly <coughs> answer it. Uh, unfortunately, it, it's not an easy question. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I think it's not an easy question for any of us at the moment to try and uh, guess the future. Um, and how the uh, economies will be impacted. Um, we're nearly out of time, I'm afraid. So one more question. Uh, just to ask about the link between um, the taxonomies that you're using and the EU taxonomy published uh, not long ago and how you see uh, that kind of interaction between uh, green finance in um, ARC and green finance in, <coughs> in Western Europe. Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, so we were looked uh, through the European uh, Union taxonomy and uh, through Chinese taxonomy, through Mongolian taxonomy, that also Chinese uh, Tsinghua University uh, helped them to prepare. And uh, actually, well, all the sectors, like the major part of the taxonomy, are very um, similar. They're interconnected and uh, when when we go deeply into the like particular projects of the taxonomy so we can see a slight difference uh, for example in uh, energy production uh, as you know our countries i mean the cis post soviet union countries they are very related on oil and gas and coal so called the kind of brown um, energy uh, like fossil fuels and uh, so we put in our taxonomy kind of a transition transition sector so transition from coal uh, to kind of clean coal uh, to gas and uh, i know that uh, eu taxonomy doesn't have this or still negotiating over this to to put the certain thresholds uh, for for this sector for energy production and this is the slight difference that we have in our taxonomy and uh, between our taxonomy and EU taxonomy. Thank you very much. Um, there are a few more questions which we haven't had time for, um, and I will pass them on to you um, after the uh, webinar and perhaps ask you to get in touch with people 
um, directly um, to answer any unanswered questions. Um, but that's been a fascinating um, webinar and the question and answer session really showed uh, how engaged uh, people are with the subject of green finance and how interested they are in what's going on uh, in North Sultan uh, and other parts of the world. So many thanks for that. Um, it just remains me to um, say that uh, uh, you're always welcome to get involved in the work that we are doing on tracking uh, the progress of financial centres, the Global Green Finance Index, the Global Financial Centres Index and the Smart Centres Index. Uh, do get in touch if um, you want to know more um, or we can uh, help you in understanding uh, where we're going with those. Um, and a reminder that the Global Green Finance Index in the sixth edition uh, will be published uh, this September, September 2020. Um, and please do get involved. Take the GDFI survey, which will allow you to give your opinions um, on how financial centres are doing uh, in developing green finance. Uh, it just remains for me to say uh, thank you to everyone for participating uh, and for um, engaging with the uh, question of green finance in North Sultan through the AFC, um, but also particularly to thank our panelists, um, Professor Alexander van der Putter, Azonok Mataver, and uh, Michael Manelli uh, for giving us such a rich um, sense of uh, where, where we're going in green finance. Um, as is the way with all virtual events these days, we can't give you a full audience round of applause. Um, I can indeed, though, uh, offer you my applause and my thanks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And uh, thank you very much indeed. And we will see all of you again um, at, a, at another time. Um, and uh, <clears throat> whether that's in the Astana Finance Days um, or in future times when we're able to come and visit uh, and see you in person. Uh, so many thank thanks um, and, and, and farewell. Thank you very much. Uh, also to Mike, uh, Michael and the Zijian group in particular for hosting this, but also for the participants to asking us uh, very insightful questions. You have kept us on our toes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much. You. It was my pleasure to participate. Have a good day. Bye. Bye bye.